Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Hey everybody, what's good to be you? Hey, Sean and Brad, guys, Beer Sports, back again, season three. Uh, I'd take a shot at the episode, but I don't remember what it is. I uh, episode 10. Episode 10, yeah. We're in, season, we're in season three, episode 10? Yeah, yeah. Man, hey folks, Brad's been asleep at the wheel. I thought we were like episode five. Hey, here we are. That's the dream though, right? It's, it feels so easy. You know, it's like a good marriage, right? You're in, you're in deep, but it feels like it's been a long time and all a long time all in the same moment. I'm telling you, but you know what gets me that you just said that you compared it to a marriage and all I'm thinking to myself is uh, last week you got it nail on the head. So you must have been thinking some ways about something somewhere there because you were you were counting days then today it must have been a good day because all of a sudden you forgot. So well, I like you this week and last week I did oh. so I had done the math of how long it had been. Uh, that's awesome. It's generally, it's generally the cadence. You only know if you count, you know, like if you're in prison, you only know how long it's been if you've been counting the days, right? So that's exactly it. And then if it's if it's just glorious. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually scratching it out of the wall. Yeah. Something must be going right. Yep. this week hey man i just wanted to bring this up because uh you know i'm a big rush fan i'm living in toronto rush as you can tell um you misspelled e40 on your shirt already i can tell you that's the first problem it's r40 r40 yeah. that's r40 <laughs> you're, you're 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 just you're just killing me here so uh i, I was there at the beer store which is actually, you know what, in Ontario, they just started selling beers in certain uh, shopping, uh, certain uh, grocery stores. It's a big deal, you know. It's like, ooh, I could pick up my beer at a grocery store. So I'm at the I local. That. I can't believe that's a big deal. This is 2021. I can have beer delivered to my house, Sean. Yeah, I know. I mean, I could have beer delivered to my house as well. But how much the... does it cost you? 50 bucks? Yeah, it's way too expensive. You'd rather it's like just $5 go. $5 American, right? But yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Anyways, though, here I am. I'm at the local grocery store. Check this out. Yeah. Man, the boys, well, minus one, but I don't know how long ago they had this beer going, but they got a beer. Look at that. Rush. The man doesn't have any pants on, Sean. Well, that's because, I mean, you must have you must have seen uh, 20, 21, 12. No, you never seen 21, 12, the album? Oh, Brad, you don't know what you're missing. The 2112 Overture? I do. Oh, you have no idea. Anyways, this is brewed in Toronto. And uh, I'm going to give it a try today. I'm going to give this a try. I'm not expecting much. They're they're rock stars, you know. Um, There's blind allegiance. I love their music. I don't know what the beer is going to be like. I'll I'll just say this. Whenever I buy... uh, a product that a person endorses that's famous, I expect that product to have the same quality that they produce for what they're known for. Really? And I would, and I would say that you're spot on with your assessment, that you're not quite sure what the quality should be because it's rushed. Oh, wow. That's, anyway, that's was... shout out to our real sponsors. We'd like to thank Flyers Brewery for always supporting us. Thanks, fellas. Uh, go see those uh, fine folks there. Get some food. More importantly, get some beer. Um, listen, that porter is still my favorite of all time, so don't sleep on that. Just don't look at the, you know, menu. Just walk in, get a porter, sit down, watch a game, enjoy yourself, have a good time. 
Also, Bodega Brawl, big news this week. They got a bunch of their product finally showed up. It got off one of those container ships. So shout out to whoever unloaded that product. Hey, uh, November 19th, they're going to start selling out to all their pre-order or their, you know, the stuff they have now. They have more for fulfillment. Get it in now so you can have it for Christmas. Get in early on this juggernaut train, bodegabrawl.com. Yes. And let's go to Smooth My Ball. So for all your manscaping needs, got to keep it clean. Make sure that you're gleaming. Yeah, that's not a really good rap, but hey, I'm telling you, go to www.smoothmybottles.com to get your 15% off on all your manscaping needs. That was freestyle, buddy. Yeah, I could tell. So here we are, back to uh, back to our regularly scheduled program here. Sean, how's the beer? You know what? It is actually pretty darn good. So it's called a Canadian, I don't know what a Canadian golden ale is, but this is what this is, is a Canadian golden ale. And uh, sounds like something that costs extra. Yeah, basically it's like, <laughs> it's, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a Pilsner. It's not bad. Pretty good. For mm-hmm. someone who can chili craps on Pilsners, you're pretty high on your beer. So that's good. <laughs> Man. So, have you been keeping up with the world of sports this week, Brad? As I asked, knowing the answer. Come on, on, Sean. (laughs) Buddy, what did you think of that Cleveland Browns-Denver Broncos game? I mean, I think that's what you want to have as a roster, is you want a backup quarterback that can come in and win you a game when you need him to. Yeah, true enough. I mean, that's it's, the thing, right? You're down. You're down. Both your you know, your running back tandem. That's you know, arguably two of the best running backs in the game, in my opinion. Uh, you have a compromised OBJ in maybe more ways than one. Jarvis Landry just coming off not having any game legs. You still have a decent offensive line. You know, you're a little banged up on defense, and you just will yourselves out. That wasn't a pretty game by any stretch, right? That no. Was, Man, but it was, you know what, what it was is it wasn't pretty, but it was fun. Yeah. It was definitely a good football game. It reminds me of why we love the sport. Sometimes I think we expect these NFL games to be so polished and all these things, but it was just good old fashioned, like sitting Friday night, listening to pads pop. You know, it's not great, but it's fun. High school Mm -hmm. football. That's what yeah. it, reminded it reminded me. It reminded me of two good high school teams battling it out, and it was really fun to watch. So it I, definitely, yeah. yeah, it definitely had that feel. Um, you know, you know what? Like Teddy Teddy Bridgewater made a huge mistake in Cleveland. I don't. I know you've never been to the Dog Pound. You've never been to first yeah. first like uh, first energy. Bridgewater's first mistake was signing to play in Denver as a starting quarterback. But like no, we can maybe. fast maybe. forward to where we are. So, now. anyways, uh, where they play in Cleveland, there they built that. They built that place specifically right off of the lake. And what happens is, is that the, the lake effect that happens there, when the wind blows in, it is a strong wind that comes in off the lake. And it just blows and stays on the, uh, the field. But Teddy Bridgewater was throwing into that wind, and he just lobbed it up there. That's where he got intercepted that first game. Well, in the, in the, uh, the first half there. Uh, absolutely crazy to be doing that there because – you know, that wind is, is a factor. That's that's all of a sudden, I think that's your 12th man on that defense there. It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild to me that you would design a stadium that way that would also impact your own team in some levels. Like, I mean, I know that's they do. It. 
Cincinnati yeah. and Pittsburgh, same thing, right? Like you and Pittsburgh, they finally had to put up a giant video screen in that back corner <laughs> to keep that wind from coming in because it had screwed him so many times. <laughs> I feel a lot of out of that. Yeah, no, it, it was a great game. Dearness Johnson, I mean, is Cleveland just growing running backs in the backyard somewhere? Well, maybe. I mean, that's a thing, right? Uh, running back takes a special talent, but I think that you would you could say there's more running backs than there are other position players. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's more good running backs than there are good wide receivers, right? I agree. There's definitely elite ones. But the thing about running backs that seems to be true is if you have a couple good ones, you have a lot of them. I think that they get that from watching film, from being in practice, from picking up little tricks, right? Because if you're a good running back that can make it to that level, you understand how to see holes in the blocking and how to skirt through them. And that now you're just looking for to get the footwork right to collapse that hole and get through right. it. They all have elite speed. So, you know, it's not a surprise when a team has a couple good running backs. I think Cleveland probably has a great running back coach. I don't know who it is, but they have to be, you know, fantastic. And isn't it weird that Case Keenum comes in and his head coach was his old offensive coordinator in Minnesota, probably made that transition pretty easy. Oh, I don't – yeah, I mean, but that's not a that's not a crazy thing. That was by design, right? Oh, yeah. The fans, he was like, I need a guy that I know. Yeah. Right. And that's the, and that's you see that around a lot. I have a friend of mine that I went to high school with. Uh, his name is Amon Gordon, and he ended up going to Stanford, uh, played there for three years and was drafted um, in the fifth round by the Cleveland Browns. Back in 2001 or two or something like that. And um, he was drafted by Romeo Cornell. And yeah. everywhere that Romeo Cornell had a job, Amon would get a job because oh, wow. Romeo just loved Amon. And so uh, Amon, you know, I want to say he followed Romeo around, but he ended up playing in Cleveland for a while. He was in Baltimore when Romeo was there. He was in Denver when Romeo was there. Right. And then towards the end of his career, he actually played here in Seattle for a year, which was real fun for us. Um, and so, you know, it's not lost that uh, coaches have players that they like, uh, trust, you know, to know their scheme and they can plug in and in, in situations like that. So. Um, I mean, Stefanski's just a smart guy. Uh, he shows himself over and over and over again to be that. You know, I think you see these teams that, you know, they get uh, some – the coaching staff gets COVID or gets, you know, whatever. They can't coach for whatever reason, and they're not as great as they were. Uh, but Stefanski's teams have never seemed to skip a beat. Um, you know, you look at it on paper, you're going to be down your top two offensive weapons in Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, and then you're also going to be down your quarterback. And, you know – on a short week, let's talk about that, right? You went from a Sunday to a Thursday, so you're not really even having any practices. Monday is your day off, right? Typically, Tuesday would be your practice day, but it's right. not because you're playing on Thursday, so you're having a walkthrough and some therapy and some weights, right? Trying to get guys not sore. Wednesday is the same thing, right? You're just walking through, putting a game plan in, and then Thursday you're playing, and you you can walk in losing your top three offensive weapons, arguably, um, and still being able to pull it together, I, I think it's a fantastic job. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and and that's the thing too is like that, that was such an important game for both of these teams because they're both of six hundred, uh, five hundred, three and three. <laughs> you, and then you also, argue that Cleveland, Cleveland's the best team in the AFC right now. In the AFC right now? No, I mean, come on, Baltimore. I mean, you know, um, I, I tell you what, 
we'll 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 get into it a little bit more when we're going to be talking about the games coming up because of some great matchups and just looking at uh, the way that uh, certain games, certain teams have uh, responded and certain teams have folded and certain teams that were surprised at. We'll we'll, we'll get into that because it's been a I'd very like to address your honor and your honor being the listeners. Uh, I'd like to present for the state's case that Sean did not mention his allegedly favorite team, the Buffalo Bills, as contenders in the AFC. Oh, they are. They're absolutely oh, are. You will get no, into it. Did, did, nope. Only if someone points it out because I asked you if they no. were the best team. You said, I don't know. They might be. It also might be Baltimore. That's a quote yeah. from you, sir. Uh, so. uh, no, you 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 asked about the Browns. That's what you asked about. Let's just get that straight. I, I said, are they the best team in the AFC? And you said they might be, but it's probably the Baltimore Ravens. Listen, I think I think Cleveland. If, all right, all right. Let's just get into this right now. Okay. Now, now you're, you've pushed me to a corner. I want to swing back. So I'm not pushing into a corner. Oh, no, you're right I, into I a corner. You Let's... The best team in the AFC was, and you named two teams that weren't your favorite team. Wow, wow. Teams as the leader in the clubhouse. That's all I'm saying. Let me let me just state right now, for the record, that Buffalo oh, Bills. No, no, no. The Buffalo Bills. This is still. This is only a quarter of the way through the season. The Buffalo Bills are still a fantastic football team. There's a lot more football in order for them to prove themselves. So they lost to another good team, Tennessee. And that wasn't uh, anything that was bad. Tennessee is a good team. You you know it. I know it. I mean, Derek Derek Henry. That is not that is Derek not Henry. Said. You said what are they gonna do? Run Derek Henry down? Uh, I, know, I know. I know. I, I, I did. So somebody was listening. Somebody was listening. Tennessee doesn't. Uh, do that. Tennessee doesn't scare me. Julio Jones is washed up. Nah, 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 nah. Julio Jones is washed up. That guy's washed up. If it wasn't for Derek Henry, there was no Tennessee Titans. Um, you also said Derek Henry wasn't going to be a big deal because you had the best run defense. Okay, in the league. I'm a, I'm a, I'm allowed to uh, make a mistake here. Derek Henry's quite I'm, the big. I'm just deal. asking if you still the same stance. That's no, it's between Josh Allen and him for the MVP. There's no way to answer, but it's a pretty bold statement. Early. It is a bold statement because it's true. Anyways, though, listen. How dare you disrespect Lamar Jackson like that? That's crazy. <laughs> Lamar is is great. He's a great player. He's in the Just running because he well. doesn't have ballerina moves like Josh Allen doesn't mean that he's not an MVP candidate. Ah, what a guy! Oh man. Well, moving anyway. on from that, we'll we'll come back to this. I did want to talk about the American League Championship Series. It is over, and I am none the more happier. I don't care. It's Houston. I just couldn't cheer for Boston. It was like they make me just cringe. Yeah, make me cringe. Sorry, Reed. But not a surprise that you would support cheaters over your friends, I guess. <laughs> Listen, let's face it. Right now, the Dodgers are in a bad situation right now. Uh, well, let's just let's just talk real quick just about the AL while we're there, right? Let's yeah. get there. So what happened for uh, Boston, in my opinion, is this their bats went cold. You know, you got uh, Alvarez for the uh, Houston Astros. With seven hits in a series, right? Six games, seven hits. Pretty good, right? He had two more hits than the entire Boston team did. That's why they lost. Ooh, Boston? Because their bats went cold? Five hits in the game, bro. Like, you can't be doing that for five hits. That's just terrible. You can't do it. So Listen, they got hot right at the end there. Uh, They started feasting on Washington. To get them into, yeah, they should be happy they got there. They got hot and they absolutely had no being there, right? No, 
you know. Um, hey, them beating Tampa, that was that was their World Series. I'll just give it to them there because it's true. But Houston was a juggernaut here anyways. That was the big team in the ALCS. And now you're seeing that measure up. I'm saying right now the biggest, the bigger surprise in the in these championship series is Atlanta, 88 and what, uh, 60? <laughs> yeah, whatever the math is. 66? Hey, 88 and 60, something like that. Like they have less, they have less victories than the Blue Jays, and here they are on the verge of taking out I mean, less, the less World Series than champions. The, than the Mariners, then too, if they have less than the Blue Jays. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, two two less than the Mariners. Two less victories. And they're they on have, the verge. They have some history they need to get over, though, because they are in a rough spot uh, with closeout games. Oh, yeah. Toronto alone. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just mean Atlanta. Atlanta. They, yeah. They cannot, they're I'm talking about 92, 93. Well, 92, and then I mean, 91, just, the last, and 90. Just, in recent history, to the last two or three years, they can't close a game out. Uh, they had a great shot to do it in in L.A. and didn't pull yeah. together. So now they've got to get it, try to figure it out. It's not well, that's good. It. Hey. We're uh, see what they're made of. They, they like are. 88-73 was the. There we uh, go. 88-73. Yeah. Still yeah, first in the NL East. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that here's Atlanta. And you know, without their stud, right? I mean, that's that's the thing too, right? They they had that stud for a lot of those games. Who? Um, uh, Acuna. Yeah, but other people have stepped up on that team. I'm just saying that they were winning more when Acuna was playing, and then they kind yeah. of just walked themselves into. I mean, look at this. look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers are missing Clayton Kershaw, probably the best arm in the league, although probably not in the playoffs now. They bring out that uh, Urena guy from the uh, the bullpen there in game yeah. five, and yeah. he, he he was terrible. He was terrible. He's a bullpen guy leading to the bullpen, but that's a that's something that the manager. If the Dodgers lose, but, that that manager's got a lot of questions. Yeah, Dave to Roberts answer. has a lot of questions. Yes, Dave Roberts has a lot of questions. The thing about game five, though, Sean, is that they were winning that game. What, in the first inning, because I don't think no, so. I they think right away, back through and then gave it back up. You know, because like it was, it was pretty quick. That, it, it, I mean, uh, Rosario almost hit for the cycle that game. Yeah, yeah two home good. runs, a single, and a triple. That's that's a good game. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the Dodgers. It's not Mr. Taylor hitting three home runs in a game. I was just going to say, <laughs> you know, like that was crazy. That was absolutely yeah. crazy. And who yeah. hit two home runs in that game? And he was eclipsed. Uh, it wasn't Trey Turner. It was uh, there was five home runs hit by the the home team. Is what I'm trying to get at, though. Like by two guys. By two. Yeah, guys. yeah. And so it's it's if Atlanta and they're in Atlanta, so if they can't close out this game tonight, they're in deep doo doo. And it is the Dodgers. And heck, the Dodgers are they have a great record right now in elimination games. Yeah, you can't you can't discount LA here. No. So, but I, I you know what? I would I would love to see Houston LA too. Like I mean, you have to I think, <laughs> you know, if the Dodgers win tonight, unless, you're talking about not having you know, Max Gerber can't pitch tonight cuz his arm hasn't responded well. 
So they're going shorthanded rest uh, with Bueller. They haven't had Clayton Kershaw to your, with your point earlier, but they also haven't had uh, Trevor Bauer, right? Who was right. one of the best pitchers in the league. They haven't had him for a while, but they could really use him right now. You would imagine. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and then uh, Justin Turner having that hamstring injury. That was crazy to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Max Muncy being out like they they have some injuries. It'll be interesting. So I think that it'll be wild if the Dodgers win tonight and force the game seven, mm-hmm. because I think that the Dodgers are probably the betting favorite in game seven on the road, which is. That's yeah, saying something. something. something yeah. See, right? That's a yeah. Different, that's a different well, thing. If the hundred and two victory or was it how many would they have? Hundred and five. It was it was a lot of victories. If they end up falling down to Atlanta, there's a lot of questions to be answered there. By that on the Dodgers, and then you yeah. know it might be the end of uh, it might be the end of the LA Dodgers. Yeah, it's crazy to be thinking about that, but it's also been a great playoffs right now as well. Like absolutely great. Um, it's kept my interest. I don't know about you. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've watched about every game. I typically tune in uh, to Major League Baseball a lot in the playoffs. Um, I also tune out. You know, yeah. When the games aren't where the series isn't great, but man, great championship series is. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, very happy. Uh, and as I said, October sports best time, best time right now for sports. Yeah, everything is out. There hasn't, there hasn't been a rough night, uh, sports no. wise, in weeks. It's great. No, it's basketball's out. Uh, it's too early right now to even talk about basketball. I don't even want to get into it yet. But the NHL season, man, just stop. We're just six games in, baby. Six just games in. You don't want to talk about basketball because you don't like it. That's not true. That's not true. I don't like my team right now. I don't think we have a puncher's chance. You don't want to talk about it. Oh, buddy. Come on. Come on. We're two games in. What are we going to talk about? The length of the season is the same. What are we going to talk about? The two games in. Uh, no, I, don't I don't think we should talk about it either. I just don't want to talk about NHL either. Hey, so. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. There's some, there's some, there's some historic stuff happening in the NHL right now. So, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of a player named Connor McDavid. Don't know if he's yeah. ever crossed your ears or anything. Well, that guy, right? You're his fanboy. That's about all I know about him. <laughs> so, five games played, 13 points. This guy's on a tear right now. Absolute tear. He did 100 and something points in 58 games last season. This mm-hmm. guy's on a tear. There is something happening right now to this guy. And him and Dreisaitl, they're going to run. Like, Edmonton is going to be a top team in the West, I believe. Question is, are they going to be able to be a playoff team, right? That's that's the question. We all know they're going to get the points. These guys are just unbelievably talented. And uh, that's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great to be watching somebody getting that many points. What's the fix for that team, though, if they're the most prolific scorers in the league, but they can't make the playoffs? It's all tending, yeah, buddy. Why you just trade? They for made him? they made the playoffs. They just couldn't get through the first. Well, here's the thing: what are you going to give up? Because I'm sorry, it, it, you have Drysital and you have Connor McDavid, and maybe you have a couple of defensemen. But after that, your 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 offense isn't exactly. I mean, they added Zach Hyman, which is I mean, Great you could see. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's it's the Leafs are missing Zach Hyman. He's playing on the first line. He looks like a stud, you know? And it's like, you sit there, what? 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 What did I say? What did I say? I'm just a junior high kid. That's all. Oh, my gosh. Don't mind me. 
Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm, I'm considering nicknames for Zach as I'm, I'm doing that while you're talking. Just go ahead. <laughs> Man, I mean, somebody else took the Hebrew hammer, but uh, he's definitely he's definitely up there. You know, like I think he should get the mantle next because <laughs> that guy is ridiculously great. Uh, but you're, you're getting off my point here. Goaltending is what wins. And look at the Montreal Canadiens this season. Last season, Mark Bergevin, he's on the ropes for his job. Then thank goodness. Carey Price steals that series away from Toronto, and they move on, and they move on, the and they move on. Yeah, Carey Price was unbelievable. Carey Price is is the reason he Montreal made it to the Stanley Cup. Stole that series away. He stole that series away. Listen, I'm telling you right now, it is not that Jack Campbell didn't play great, but Carey Price is better. Listen, if it wasn't for Carey Price, they would not be in the situation of being in the Stanley Cup Finals. Mark Bergevin wouldn't have a job there right now. Now all of a sudden, Bergevin, his job is again on jeopardy because you come, you just came out from the Stanley Cup Finals, and now you're 0 and six on the season. It's embarrassing. They are embarrassing themselves. How many games are there? 0 and five. They're 0 and five on the season currently. How many games are there? 82. Okay. 0 and five is not a good start. Just to let you know, Brad, it doesn't matter about how many games are there. You start off over 0 and five, not good. Not good. Is Carey playing right now? No, he's 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 out indefinitely right now. Yeah, and that's so and that's tell, my point. My me, point is is that goaltending makes the difference. It makes the oh, difference of any. That's my point. The five games. No, my point is that goaltending makes the difference, and you can see this. Listen, What's listen. The, the ingredients. Question? The ingredients. You can make. You can make beer any way that you want, but if soon as you start changing the ingredients, okay. Instead, of, I'm using rice instead of some grains. What's going to happen? You're going to have a crappy beer, crappy experience. Okay. What's the Maple Leafs record right now? Two, two, and one. What? Two, two, and one. Two, two, and one. Yeah. Okay. And and we are ahead of the Bruins, who've only played three games. So, okay. who cares, right? Is, they're, they're, is anybody, Bruins are going to make. Anybody... Is anybody undefeated in the NHL right now? Yeah. Florida Panthers. Caps have one overtime loss. So that's not undefeated. Uh, St. Louis. And, oh, lo and behold, the Edmonton Oilers are 5-0. and Oh, and the Sharks as well at 4-0. So. So you're telling yeah. me over 82-game stretch, there's, you know, they're a deficit of five games. And they're gonna, they're not going to make the playoffs. And they're going to fire their coach even after they had success last year. Not coach, not coach, not coach. GM, whatever he is. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, buddy. Here's another thing. Well, okay. I would just, know. I would know if he would say general manager, blah blah blah, <laughs> instead of just throwing it out there like we all know. Yeah, the GM Mark Bergevin. But right, there we go. There we, we go. go. That's that's the information we're looking for. <laughs> you got to give the people what they want, and what they want is information, John. Listen, in five games, guess how many goals the Montreal Canadiens have scored so far. One. No, we were pretty close though. Four. And Jonathan and Drouin scored two of them in the first game of the season. So listen, guess what their goals against differential? Guess what their goals against is? 19. Seven. 19. Okay. I it's a bad team. Yeah, huh? they're a bad team. They're a bad team five games in. See how it goes. Let's talk to talk to me the midway point. This sounds like sour grapes that have been fermented and then you're trying to drink it later. 
because they knocked your team out of the playoffs. The yeah, they there. did. It still is bitter. <laughs> hey, man, how would you like it? You sit there and, uh, you know, you're, you know, you're high school. Like to me, it sounds like when Tom Brady lost his first regular season game after mm-hmm. winning all those Super Bowls, everyone's like, see, I told you that he sucks. That's exactly what you sound like right now. No, <laughs> nowhere even close. Come on. No, I was going to use – it's very funny that you use that as the analogy because to me it was just like, can you imagine you're a high school, high school kid, right? You're going out with this girl, and this lesser dude comes out and steals that girl away from you, and then all of a sudden, you know, the next year comes up, and then she finds out that he's a real d bag. <laughs> you're still there, and you're you're just a fine catch, but you're not dealing with her no more. Because your no. mom told you you're a fine catch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dealing with her no more because it's just yeah. like you picked you picked your poison. You picked wrong. Yeah. So no pick of the Montreal Canadiens just because you picked your poison. You, ma'am, none of this good loving for you. It's going to hold the shit out of your purse. All right. Moving on. All right. Hey, man. Big, big. I'm sorry. I'm crying because it's terrible. Big, uh, big. <laughs> <laughs> are, you just, are you finally reliving your moment of pain from last year in Montreal and you feel like you just got over because you just were able to go on a rant about five games? That's you it. Feel better now? feel much many, wait, better. I know why it's five games, because that's how many games it took for them to dispatch the Leafs last season in the playoffs. That's why wow. you're stuck on five. <laughs> it was it seven all, games. It was seven games. Me. It went seven games. Come on now. It was seven. It was fine. Oh, listen to this guy. Anyways, it was seven. Uh, no more good loving for you, all right? <laughs> hey. Can't cut me off. You don't know where I'm getting it from. Remember that. <laughs> hey, uh, week seven, this week, finally looks like a week we could talk about here. There's some, yeah. there's some great stuff it's happening. I'm again, also, if you play fantasy football, it is terrible because about every good player is on a bye this week. It's been... So true. I might get off the snide. I might actually have a winning. I have four teams. I haven't broken 500 on the weekend since week one, where I went three and one. I still haven't won in our league, even though I've outscored almost everybody. Uh, (laughs) Hey, shout out to Jeremy Hawks right now. He's still undefeated. I'm up against him this week. Uh, He's going to smoke you. There's no way Jeremy doesn't smoke you. <laughs> like, I feel that uh, this trophy we're going to be making, we're going to be sending it straight to him. I just send it to him right now. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah <laughs> we're six games in, and he's already way up there. It's, you know, <laughs> Man. A historic playoff run for somebody to knock Jeremy out. He might be, but that's the, I mean, you know, that's happened before, right? You have a regular season champ, and they go out early. That's it. You get a bad, you get a bad break at the end. That's why we all play. No one's out that's of it yet. We're six weeks in. Hey. Still. You can get a victory, buddy. I, I believe in you. I might get one this week. We'll see. I, I believe in you. Hey, I w- okay. So before we get into this, what do you think of all the smoke that's around this Deshaun Watson to Miami trade? First off, do you think there is actual proof to it? Like it's actually going to happen? Secondly, what do you think the picks would be in order to send them over together? Uh, I mean, that's a great question. I think that... I think there's probably some truth to it. I think that, uh, I don't know that the picks are going to be the move as often. I think maybe it's Tua and three picks. The problem is going to be 
the compensation that is protected because there's still no guarantee that Deshaun Watson can play. Houston hasn't tried to put him on the regular season. He's on the roster, but they haven't tried to put him on the active roster uh, to see if the commissioner will suspend him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a big if. I mean, if, if you're Miami, are you really going to leverage draft capital and a player in a, for a, you know, a member of your team that maybe won't be eligible to play this season or next season? Or, or the maybe, season after that. Or, or the season the, after that. Or the next three to five seasons. Yeah. Uh, as the case may be. So I think that if there was more clarity around Deshaun Watson's legal case, I think that there's a lot more. I think Miami's all in on Deshaun Watson. Huh. I think they're, they've always had been the front runner. I think that they'll leverage the farm to get him. I think that that ownership group down there loves him and loves what he brings to the table. So let's just, let's just say they're done kicking the tires and they're really will, willing to make this trade. Who do you think goes into this trade? What, what makes this happen? I think it's two and three first rounders, but I like that. You know what? I was thinking that too, that I thought it was Tua. And I think Tua would be still very good for Houston as well. He's not He's not done. He's, he's a good yeah, player. He's better than anyone they have on the roster right now. That's it. And then build around, right? He's a winner. He's going to yeah. bring that mentality to them. But I said I, that too. I said Tua and maybe a first and a second. So, you know, the rumor Tua was, yeah, the rumor was uh, in the offseason that Miami had the strongest package and what they really wanted to have was some um oh what's the word for it um uh, some uh just some guarantee that if Deshaun wasn't available they'd be able to get their picks back you know like if Deshaun isn't eligible because of jail time they would be able to you know get their picks back or hey man I think, I don't that's think the suspension the suspension I don't think is the thing I think that it's jail time yeah, yeah, that's the worry I think yeah. that the teams all have. It's not that he wouldn't be able to play this year; it's that he wouldn't be able to play for the next three to five years. Yeah. I think that's the thing. So I think the catch is is they would want to trade. And that's why it probably makes trading a player, you know, like to a very sticky. Yeah. Because what do you do there, right? So, hey, though that's the thing. Houston still comes off looking great, even if Deshaun Watson ends up going to prison, and you have to give up those uh, picks back to Miami. You still come off great because you have a, a legitimate quarterback now to anchor your team with. Yeah. Well, and Deshaun is a legitimate quarterback. I mean, that's just, let's not throw yeah, but dust if, on him. If, if five years, if he's gone away for five years, he's not. He right? can't play. He, it's, you know? Yeah, he's not. I'm just saying, like, comparing them today, mm-hmm. right? Deshaun Watson is a much better quarterback and he has a higher ceiling than Tua does. But completely agreed. Yeah. But I, I agree with also you. doesn't have a pending case against him that's, that's re- appears to be relatively serious from everything that we are able to see at the public level. And so it's it a gamble. Does it make you sit there, especially like, you know, you've seen the movie Draft Day, Kevin Costner. Uh, and you and I, we know, like, with a multi billion dollar uh, industry like the NFL, the drafts are taken seriously. There's like, uh, they go straight up into your, into your life as a 21, 22 year old going back as far as they can to find out anything, they have ex Navy SEAL uh, psychiatrists doing these mental games to see if you're gonna stumble, you know? Does it surprise you that Deshaun Watson, nothing was ever seen in this? Cause this is- No, no. Yeah? 
It doesn't surprise me at all. I think that there's a lot of gamesmanship at the college level or they keep these things quiet. Yeah. If there was ever a pattern at Clemson, I don't know the answer to that, but it might just be, you know, uh, something that he found when he was in Houston. It's entirely possible. Crazy. Uh, you know, it's crazy, first off, that this is a game. This is a game, and this is how much money it makes, and this is how much scrutiny that you get put under as a kid. And yet, you can still slip through cracks, you know? It's like, because that's just the way it is. It's the way it is it's well, the i mean atrocious things happen every day to people that's the unfortunate part of the world and i think at least one person has been on record saying that she felt like her career would be over if she you know uh, levied anything against someone as powerful as deshaun watson or the houston Texans. i think that's problematic i think what we're seeing from Congress wanting to look at the NFL's emails, I think that's not over either. No. That with John Gruden, that, you know, they're saying now they feel like that's the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. I think that that culture is probably, you know, someone felt it. This is the thing that I know about culture is if it comes out that one person is acting a certain way, that and has been for a decade, mm-hmm. that that is allowed and there's more than one. No, I agree. He I wasn't, agree. A, John Gruden wasn't a lone wolf. Yeah, I agree. This wasn't, I, this wasn't right. We just know that that's that's a culture that's not um, friendly by any stretch of the imagination. We we know that to be true. Um, you know, and we even talked last week that like some of those things that were happening then were more prevalent than they are now, and that's not to excuse them by any stretch of the imagination. But to say that John Gruden's the only one that was doing that in six hundred fifty thousand emails, yeah, come on, yep. I completely agree. Completely agree. And and you're right. I mean, it looks like Congress is going to get involved with that. Who knows where this is going to end up. But uh, oh, yeah. it's Congress it won't get anywhere. <laughs> That's another conversation for another podcast. That's not for this one. Completely agree with you. Hey, let's get into the schedule. Let's knock this thing out. You want to, you have it pulled up. I have it pulled up. I got up. it pulled up, baby. I got it pulled up. All right. Yeah, we're different here. So you go ahead. And Absolutely. You, you so fix some that sounds good. So, of course, of course, I'm going through whatever Google shows me here. So I don't know. You probably went on the NFL site. So that's I'm on the really ESPN because that's the, you know, that's the, that's my Bible see. these days. So, first up on the docket Chiefs, Titans in Tennessee. Ooh. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, man, I feel it like another Buffalo game. Uh, but you're in Tennessee. Derek Henry, it looked like a monster. There was no reason to think that Kansas City's defense is going to be able to stop him. Uh, I think, again, it's going to be like 34, 31, or 37, 35 type of game. Kansas City losing. Yeah. Yep. You? Yeah, I have the same thing. You know that Derrick Henry uh, has the fastest 30-yard run this year in the NFL? That's unbelievable. And, and he's, he's 50 pounds heavier than the second-place guy? That's crazy. I mean, he's a big, big boy. And you see him running, it's just intimidating to look at. It's like it's 3 two, 50. He's the strongest running back, and he's probably the fastest. I don't know. Exler, Exler would like to think that he's the strongest running back pound for pound. I'm pretty Ooh. sure he'd like to think that. <laughs> um, I, I think that Chris, Chris Carson and Derrick Henry would like to have a meeting, I think, with Mr. Eckler. 
I'm gonna, listen, you need to Google the Derrick Henry workouts. You need to Google the Chris Carson workouts and then Google Austin Eckler's workouts. Can you tell me which ones are more impressive? I'll listen, I'm just looking at Derrick Henry and I'm going, that is an impressive man running yeah. down that field. Who wants to get in front of him? He's going, he breaks out after the first 10. You want to take that guy down? That guy's going 80 yards. He's dragging you with him. I don't, whatever. I, first 10, first three feet. I don't care. I don't want that one. No part of it. Man, I'm telling you right now, Marshawn Lynch, who I thought was the most dominating running back doing that kind of like on first contact and everything. No. What I'm seeing Derrick Henry do right now, it's, it makes Marshawn even look like a kid. And I might get some I might get some heat on that, but sure. it's Marion Marion Barber from the Cowboys. Remember that guy? He had a yeah. arm. And then it's Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch. Those two are the same size, right? They're about 5'11", 220. Yeah. They're going to be 6'3", 250. Yeah. And doing the same things. Like it's, you know, you watch these, uh, what's been great is they're showing these comparison runs between uh, Jim Brown and Derrick Henry. And there's some similarities. And that's not to throw shade at Jim Brown, but any stretch of imagination. And I'm not saying Derrick Henry is Jim Brown. Right. However, he might be the closest thing to Jim Brown that we've seen. That's exactly it. And, and you know what? Emulation is uh, the former sincere of uh, uh, formest. Yeah, and that's the sincerest no form of flattery. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and, and all those other things. I'm just saying from a power standpoint. We haven't seen a guy like this in a long, long time. I mean, it's a rare talent. Listen, and I there's know. no team. There is no team in the NFL that has built their team around the running back like the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I mean, you can argue Cleveland has, but. Um, Derrick Henry is the best running back in the league. And, you know, yeah. I've, I had the pleasure of watching Marshawn Lynch for several seasons in person. And in person, I think you see a bit of a different speed and strength than you see on TV, right? Right. From angles. Uh, and Marshawn Lynch was, you know, and he still is my favorite player. I love, I love Marshawn. But I got to see Derrick Henry in the opener this year and live. Man, I... I could not stand harder on my stance. I'd rather be tackled by Khalil Mack than I did before. <laughs> Man, okay, I think I think we talked long enough about Tennessee and uh, Derrick Henry. All of it warranted, all of it worth it, but we got to move on. I think that's a great game. That is definitely a great game. Might be the game right. of the week. I, I think so too. Like when I look at the rest of the schedule, it's that's that's a big game. All right, Washington Football Club against the. Green Bay Packers. There's a sacrificial lamb for Green Bay. <laughs> Green Bay at home. It's Green Bay by a lot. Yeah. Bengals, Ravens. This is, to me, this is my game of the week. The two top teams in the AFC North, and they're going to go to battle, and uh, they're in Baltimore. I do have Baltimore coming out on top, but it's going to be a good game, I think. Yeah, and Baltimore's dealing with injuries still. They're down a bunch of running backs again. Uh, but I still think they don't have the answer for Lamar Jackson. But I think high scoring affair. Yeah. Good in Baltimore by a couple. Yeah. All right, here we go. Giants and the Panthers. Oh, goodness. Oh, gracious. For a game Maybe. that, folks, if you're in the Rutherford area, you can go attend for as low as $24. $24, folks. Wow. Wow. I'm telling you right now, Sam Darnold. Carolina wins. Yeah. Sam Darnold's going to get another victory. Won. Yeah. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. What are you uh, saying? Yeah. Carolina's a better defense. Carolina wins. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Falcons, Dolphins. 
folks, if you're in the Miami area, you can go to this game for as low as $13. So shout out to Miami, Florida, $13 to go watch the Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins. So sad. I mean, it's a coin flip game. It's like it's terrible. It's going to be a you know, it's going to be a 21-17 game, probably. I think either I th- way. Yeah, because like it all depends. Does Matt Ryan have a good game, or does Tua finally get it together and they pull it and together? They probably both do, and they only score 21 points combined. Who knows? Uh, I'll take Atlanta on the road. All right, I'll, I'll take Dolphin. Miami at home. There we go. Sounds good. Yeah, feels right. your color. It's good. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's another one. It's a, and here's the thing. It's a it's a it's a matchup. It's a divisional matchup. But does anybody care? No. New England against New York Jets. The Patriots against the Jets. Uh, oh, in New England. Yeah. In New England. Yeah. Shout out uh, to the it, New England Patriots for getting a win. Yeah. Yeah. They actually they've looked good in the past few games. Even with the losses, they look good. Uh, they look good. They've got they've got a real quarterback there, Macklin. Yeah. So I think uh, they're gonna they're gonna trounce all over the Jets. That's not even close. Yeah. And then New York, the Jets are going to be wondering and pondering about their first round pick there. You know, what did we do? How did this I happen? I think that he's wondering if he should have stayed at BYU. I think that's the root, man. <laughs> could have been oh. in Coleman, Washington, playing the Washington State Cougars this weekend, but instead he's going to get beat up by the New England Patriots defense. All right. There's You're- a lot more money, though. I probably, probably make you feel better. They're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Eagles and the Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas. I'm it's sorry. Go ahead. It's interesting. I think the Raiders are galvanized. I think, you know, you read about, and I wish I remembered who was naming, but the coach they elevated to head coach is uh, well-respected around the league. Team loves him. They seem to be galvanized around him. They played well. Yeah, I thought last week, so you could tell Basically. two weeks ago. Yeah, you could tell two weeks ago that Vegas was not in it and they just dropped that game. Last week you could see Vegas was looking good. Yep. I, I expect made. Yeah. I expect Philadelphia's gonna have all sorts of headaches because this is not a bad team. The Raiders are not a bad team. Yeah, I, um, I got Vegas in this one. Me too. And and I say two scores, two touchdowns. It's like, interesting. Yeah. All right. Oh man, I, Rams and the Lions. So guess what? I am going to pick the Rams. I want you to pick the Lions because he says you won't pick the Rams. <laughs> I think it's like by three touchdowns, the Lions lose by. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm not taking Detroit. I hate the Rams, but I'm not taking Detroit. <laughs> I'm just looking at that. I'm like, oh boy, like Detroit's in trouble. What do you think of a? Uh, Mr. Campbell calling out his quarterback, saying the quarterback needs to play better. Well warranted. I mean, we're six games in now, right? I mean, <laughs> of an 18-game season. You must say something. Yeah, but here's the thing. That guy was a first-rounder. He was playing on that exact team. You don't think that he knows some of the schemes that uh, Rams going to do and maybe, therefore, be able to sneak, it, sneak one out? I mean, I don't either. But I'm just asking okay. you. Listen, Jared Goff wasn't sure where the sun set. Is that a real story or is that like... Yeah, it's on HBO Hard Knocks. They asked him a question and he had no idea. Are you making things up, man? Come on, man. I'm not making it up. Come on, man. <laughs> HBO Hard Knocks. I can't believe... The thing really? is that Sean McVay... Sean, yeah, he didn't know. Sean McVay... Oh, my. 
And he's from California, like you would think, right? Anyway. Do you think of his uh, record? Bay knows his weaknesses more than Jared Goff knows his own weaknesses, and they're just going to dial him up, and they're just they're going to. It's going to be a long day for. Mr. Do you Goff. think his winless streak without McVeigh continues? Well, I mean, technically, it's with McVeigh, but he'll still be continuing his losing streak. I think that's what I mean. His winless, winless streak. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey probably scores a defensive touchdown. Like, <laughs> he would eat his lunch <laughs> in practice all the time. This isn't any different. <laughs> Too funny, man. Too funny. Well, uh, we made our pick there. We've already made a couple of poignant points. It's time to move on. All right. Chicago, the Bears, they're walking into Tampa against the Bucks. Oh, no. I, I think it's. I think this is a good game, actually. You think so? You think that Justin well, Fields could pull know, something Bay out? Is banged up, Tampa Bay is banged up on defense, Yeah, which helps Chicago's offense. And Chicago's defense is... Stout and stellar. I think that you know they'll they're not gonna get run all over by Tom Brady. So I think you know Justin Fields has a chance. I don't think they'll win, but I think it's competitive. I think it's puncher's chance. I think it's more than a puncher's chance, but I think I think it'll be you know it won't be a blowout. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, so are you calling by double digits? Let's just say that. Are you calling the Bears? If you're giving me nine points, yeah. Sure, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll call that. I'll say the Bucks. Sure. 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 Let's do that. All right. Moving on. All right. Cardinals, Texans. Interesting. Listen, folks, if you're in the Glendale area, you can go to this game for as low as $32. Wow. Think about that. You can go to an NFL football game for 30 bucks. That's you're crazy. In, you're and you talk about the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. It's like... Yeah. Uh, Texans. The only, the only worst game is the Detroit Rams game in this game. This is Arizona all day long. It's J.J. Watt dominating the team that let him go. It's DeAndre Hopkins going crazy. It's These guys are going to be like released like dogs on raw meat. You know what I mean? Like, they're... Yeah. I don't know if there's any way that Houston is even in this game at halftime. Oh, yeah. They're going to be like, hey, do we have a mercy rule? Can we just <laughs> stop this game? <laughs> Terrible. But you know what? Uh, it, all the games have to be played. So, <laughs> Big boy league kids. All right, here we go. Uh, the Colts and the Niners in San Fran. Ay, ay, ay. San Fran just came off of a bye week. Is George Kittle back? No, he's on injured reserve. Still, eh? Play. Jimmy Garoppolo's going to come back and play. That's really the only saving grace for the Colts is that, you know, if they can knock Jimmy Garoppolo out, maybe they can, you know, get somewhere. I... Indianapolis defense has been playing better. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they, you know, made this thing competitive. I, I don't know how San Francisco loses at home. I think that they're the better team, but... Yeah. Man, Indianapolis is this sneaky in a couple of ways, and I think those ways this might be lined up to really eat some lunch in San Francisco. Yeah. Frank Reich, another guy just called out his quarterback. Yeah. Another head coach called him out. I mean... Well, you know, the trade deadline's coming up next week, and it wouldn't be a terrible surprise to see old Frank trade for Nick Foles. Where's Nick Foles on the contract? Chicago. Interesting. Wow. I mean, you can't go. You can't go worse. I mean, seriously, I don't know. Like, can't go any worse. 
Oh, buddy. How many more weeks is Russell Wilson out as I about to announce this? How many more weeks? Is it two, three? Um, it's at least three, but there's a bye week in there. I think he could be back for the Green Bay game. Okay. what it sounds like. Uh, you know, but in true Russell Wilson fashion, he was supposed to have like 10% of his range of motion back in his finger hmm. uh, this week. He's already 75% back of range of motion in that finger. He's just rehabbing it day and night, and you know, he's all over it. So I think there's more and more optimism that he'll be out through the bite week. But, but, he's on but in the meantime... He's on injury reserve as of last week, right? Yeah. So he has to miss at least three games, which puts him to the bye week. Uh, and he comes back out. In the meantime, you know, here we are. Hey, it's interesting. You know, it's New Orleans, I think, is a, a four-and-a-half point today. They open at five-and-a-half point favorite uh, in Seattle. In Seattle. Seattle on a on a Monday night or a national televised game is crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't remember, know if that's a real number. For I six. remember a certain co-host on a certain podcast telling me that you know he likes his chances with this football team with Geno Smith with the football exams. I still do. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Geno Smith, Geno Smith came in, right, in reserve duty and had a chance to go win that game and threw an interception, right? right? Last week, had a chance to go win that game with a field goal and fumbled the ball. If Geno Smith doesn't have those two turnovers, that team is still good enough to win games. He did that. There's sure. a reason why he's not a starting but we're not, They're not getting blown out, though, is what I'm saying. Like, that's not, like, there's not a reason for this pessimism that's out there for Dino Smith. Dino Smith needs to clean up his ball control. And, you know, Meanwhile, though, you got a fully vaccinated Cam Newton sitting there. You want to teach Cam Newton to play the offense for two games? I mean, <laughs> why would you do that? Good point. Good Why would point. you put all that resources? I, I think Geno, Geno Smith at this point has a better arm than Cam Newton does. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just rattling. I'm just rattling the cage there. I'm just... well, you can't, I mean, we're, not, we're down two running backs, one of them being the starter. You know, yeah. Jamal Anderson drops two interceptions that led that, you know, ultimately led to Pittsburgh points. Yeah. You know, Jamal uh, – Adams cannot drop those two interceptions. I know. I, I, I can go I'm, right to the bread basket. That's fine. That's a hard play to make. The one that hit him in the face mask and he didn't even put yeah. his hands up. Come on, man. Come on. I'm I'm very surprised at how Seattle season's turning out to me right now. I am. Now, you were you were on this to begin with. You called a five and twelve season and said Pete Carroll will get fired. That was your statement from the beginning. You're not surprised at all. Yeah, but usually I just say things, Bert Brad. So I am surprised. One of us cares about integrity. Another one just says wild shit. It just um, ends up happening. It's like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> well, which, one, which one of us says things that end up happening? Oh, well, both of us usually. But usually when it's I say over, it, it's, it's very surprising over. for me. <laughs> <laughs> when I say it, I'm, I'm, I'm even surprised. I'm like, oh, wow, that actually turned out. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're throwing noodles against the wall and seeing which ones stick. That's all you're doing. Hey, it's working. <laughs> About 50% of the time, it works all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you call, call it the Sex Panther pick of the week. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, 
I, I mean, I'm just call me a homer, call me what you want. I still think Seattle wins this game against New Orleans. I don't think New Orleans is that good. So no, they're not. That's a big game. This is really hard. I'm gonna go to this game. I have to watch Alvin Kamara, who I need in fantasy football, to have a big game. Hey, man. Okay, yeah, so you're going Seahawks. I, I was gonna pick the Seahawks at home as well, but uh, I'm, since you went Seahawks, I'm gonna go Saints. So, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go Saints. That way we have a couple of Thanks for putting your stinks on the Saints there, so they can win. <laughs> I care about you, Brad. I, I, I truly do. I, I, uh, I, I want your teams to do well so you don't get too upset, but not too well that they're knocking teams out, you know, that uh, I like. It's very, very self serving of you to be so compassionate. <laughs> That's, I care. I care. From care the bottom of my heart. That's not true. Come on. I care that your team wins today. Come on. We're on Monday. I care. I know. Because it doesn't matter. That's the thing, right? <laughs> why do you why do you see right through it? I don't understand. Man, that is another well, you're, week. You're a big man trying to hide behind a dish towel. That's why we can see your imagination. Wow. Well, that brings us to a conclusion of another week here. Uh, do you have a one-on-one question, just in case? Episode 10. Episode 10. Of season 3. Yeah. This is Man. the 59th the 59th episode we've done together. Man, feels yeah. like a lot more than that. Now, there we go. The marriage went off the rocks this past hour. I mean that in the best way. <laughs> All right, so question of the week to you. Okay. One-on-one question. Do you think Cam Newton suits up by next week? No. No. Suits up next week? No. Signed by next week? Maybe. Suits up? No way. No. (laughs) I should Yeah, there's just no way. I can't can't imagine any scenario where he ever ends up back in New England. Um, Oh, no, not now. Where he would have enough grasp for the offense to be able to play in a week's turnaround. No. There's no... No, Even but I can see fully him. vaccinated, like he says he is now. The uh, chances of him being able to reintegrate into a team atmosphere and learn the offense in seven days is just feels really far. Back. I don't know. If you're Houston, if I was Houston, I'd take a chance. Yeah, we wouldn't play next week. I'm not saying he won't sign. He won't play, right? Suited up is what you said, which to me implies that he would True, true. No, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Signs, maybe. Suited up, no. No. I like it. I like it. All right. Yeah, let me ask you this. You ever ever had a peanut butter sandwich with pickles on it? No. What is that? Like, is that anti? That's the anti Elvis sandwich. Is that what that is? Like, that sounds disgusting. It's the anti Elvis. First of all, be quiet until you try it. It's the move. Oh come on, man! What is this? Like, come on! Elvis is like as American as apple pie with that peanut butter and banana sandwich. Okay, which I didn't like. You put peanut peanut butter and banana together, drizzle some honey on that thing. Boy, that's a good sandwich. Well, that's that's wow, that's king Elvis. But a peanut butter and pickle sandwich is another that's a cut above it's royalty royalty <laughs> that's as un-american as what i've ever heard i i want to i want to try it i'm going to try it don't right. get me wrong yeah but uh i'll let you, you know, know. That's, all ex- that's, accept your apologies in advance <laughs> i'm going to try that just sounds though like i don't know man like uh oh 
that's just no i was gonna say something i was gonna say something and then i was just like oh, i'll just hold that back sweet that sweet and sour together buddy it's like salty and sweet you know it's got that move to it yeah like those chicken balls that everybody loves at a chinese restaurant mm-hmm. <laughs> just like that yeah I don't, I don't know they're called chicken balls. I don't think that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that sounds well shot. <laughs> Can you just use some deep fried chicken balls? <laughs> that's not <sound> appetizing. <laughs> Sweet and sour. <laughs> Sweet and sour chicken balls. Anybody? <laughs> Come and join us. Don't ever start a restaurant with Sean. The menu's going to be terrible. <laughs> Sweet and sour chicken Oh, you've balls. had these everywhere. Sweet and sour chicken balls. Nope. Nope. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Super it's sad roosters in the back running around. Ugh. All sounds terrible. Oh, man. Do roosters have balls? Does that mean they have to, right? Like. They're the ones putting the reproductive cells. I mean, they're mammals. I'm I mean, just saying, do they have Are they mammals? They're not mammals. They, they lay eggs. So what am I talking about? Have, uh, you, have, you, ever seen, have you ever seen the rooster's balls? I feel like you've seen other animals' balls, right? Have you ever seen a rooster's balls? Well, you have to catch them, I think, if you to see them. You think there'd be a picture floating around somewhere of a rooster with, in their ball sack, right? i got to be honest. I haven't Googled it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't Google it. I wouldn't Google it. Oh. All right, man. Maybe they it, just need to see our sponsors. Maybe then that's why. Maybe there is two. They need to be cleaned up. They need, they need to be cleaned some manscaping for those guys. Yeah. There you go. Somebody just need to manscape. Look, like, there has to be a professional, a responsible farmer. That's some, some responsible farming. Yep. And, you know, it's just yep. to let that happen. I don't know. The people got to know. Well, on that yeah. note, folks, it's the end of uh, see, uh, episode 10, season three. <laughs> you can't be good, be good at it. Righto. you've listened to the podcast but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar get all of our info at guysbeersports.com where you can find all the ways to connect with us watch for live conversations with brad and sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.